0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE. For full disclosure or call one 800 767 8880 I'm doing well, you know. I, I went six days without power. You guys know that, right? Six days. And the saddest part of the whole thing was I had to bury the two kegs that I just put in my basement. Um, yeah, yeah, it was tough. Skunk beer is the worst. So to be so excited to have a kegerator for the first time in my life, it's in the basement. And I uh, had this little sports bar put in. I was so excited. had the beer for maybe a month and a half and, uh, oh, they were still so, like, heavy. I don't even think they were halfway empty. Anyway, I I, I got to get back focused, but that was the worst part, by far the worst part of not having any power for six days. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, so there's a local brewery here in Montclair, New Jersey, called the Montclair Brew, uh, Brewing Company, and I wanted to go local, and my guy Leo, who used to be a broadcaster in in Africa – no joke. Former news anchor in Africa moved to the United States with his wife, and has always had like this passion for making booze. And, like he's made whiskey, and now he's opened up this brewery. Most interesting guy in the world. He actually became friends with Bob Costas, covering the Olympics together. And I meet this guy, and he's got this sick brewery. And I got an IPA, and I got this blonde, uh, really light citrusy beer they were delicious I mean really really good local beers but um I gotta call my guy Leo to come back and give me some a, a fresh a fresh stash of some brew I think the Baltimore Orioles have been so fun to watch. This team top to bottom can mash. They're swinging the bats. Defensively, they still have issues uh, on the mound. I don't know if they have the depth to continue this run. Uh, They've been on a little slide lately, but, man, Jose Iglesias and Anthony Santander are one of the top five back-to-back offensive duos in baseball right now. Who would have ever thought that? Jose Iglesias is all glove, no bat. That's how he was built when he came up with the Red Sox. Went to the Tigers, played for a long time. This kid has been DHing lately. They just need his bat in the lineup. Anthony Santander's got nine bombs. No one knows who he is. Pedro Severino behind the plate is mashing. He's got five home runs. Uh, Dwight Smith Jr. is getting on base at a great rate. They have been fun to watch, and it's kind of interesting to me to watch teams like the Marlins and the Orioles play well. I know both teams are dealing with losing streaks right now, but they're still in the mix here 's why I think it 's interesting they 're used to playing in front of no one, so <laughs> that was part of my whole re- that 's part of my whole reason why I think the Rays are going to go to the world Series the tampa bay Rays there might be more noise inside the Trop when they play because of the piped up radio, um, uh, video game crowd noise than there ever was when they had fans inside the Trop. So there are certain teams that have struggled so long that ambiance is not an effect on them, uh, but they're mashing, they're playing really well. And I- I've enjoyed watching the Baltimore Orioles go up there and aggressively swing, aggressively swing. That's my new motto. I'm trying to get kids to watch players like Tim Anderson and the Chicago White Sox. The other night he had four hits in those four bats. He saw seven pitches total, total. He went up there and was hacking. And, kids, that's what I want you to do because we've got this culture right now in youth baseball where Billy comes home and he says, hey, Mom, I played great today. Oh, yeah, what happened? I got on base four times. Ooh, what was your best hit? I didn't swing the bat. Come on, Mom. I didn't swing the bat. Idiots swing bats. I stood there with the bat on my shoulder. My on-base percentage is perfect. Brian Kenny thinks I'm going to give you an all-fame. Like, that's the stuff I don't want. I don't want that. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, I guess if I couldn't, I think I should be reprimanded by my bosses because I have one job to do, and that is to follow 30 baseball teams. So if anyone should do it, it should be me. No. Stuff like this drives me bananas. The whole motto, play the game the right way. I can't stand that. I hate that phrase. Fernando Tatis Jr. is everything baseball should be embracing. He's the LeBron of the sport, and we've been waiting for that for decades. No offense, Mike Trout. You are, right now, the best player in baseball, top to bottom. You cannot argue with his performance. But if you're looking at a dynamic star that every night – National news will show a highlight of this dude. Like he's just got the hair, the look, the physical stature. I mean, do we understand? We don't even know know what we're talking about here. This is six foot four, lean and mean. This is not Vladimir Guerrero Jr. This kid, when he's thirty five, is still going to be in incredible shape. He's going to be a physical specimen. He's here to stay. He's here to stay. I mean, Fernando Tatis Jr. does everything well. He's the best base runner in the game. He's got the best throwing arm of any infielder in the game. He's light tower power to all fields. The thing that drove me crazy about that situation was, where'd the ball go? He went oppo in a ballpark, in a ballpark that's being coined as a pitcher's ballpark in Arlington. He went the other way and hit a grand slam. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry he hit it too hard. If you're not good enough to be in the big leagues to play against a player like that, complain about your pitcher. Don't complain about the best player right now in the game. So that stuff drives me bananas. I can't stand it. 3-0 pitch, swing away, have fun. These unwritten rules just annoy me to death. Uh, you know, there's a spirit of competition. I totally get that. I, I understand that. But how many times have we seen miraculous comebacks? If the score is 16-4, to then maybe take Tatis out of the game. But if he's in the game, he's playing like Fernando Tatis Jr., so we gotta step off this uh curbier enthusiasm in professional athletics. That's ridiculous. Yeah, the Boston Red Sox are gonna sell. The Boston Red Sox, I mean there are GMs that are looking at their roster right now. Team's terrible. They they are so bad. They're gonna be in the mix for the number one pick along with the Pittsburgh Pirates. The difference is they have pieces to trade. J.D. Martinez has already proven in his career. Now, again, he can opt out at the end of the year. So if he doesn't, you're going to take that hefty salary. But if you think maybe there's going to be another shortened season next year because you can't believe there's going to be a vaccine yet, it might be worth the risk. It'll be a discounted rate. We've seen him go to Arizona and carry a team by himself. He's that good. So these teams that are surprising, that are in the mix, I, I said this last night, and I really mean this, the Miami Marlins have to be all in this year. They had to be all in. They began the day yesterday, one game out of first place, and we have 45 games left. Name the next year they will be one game out of first place with 45 games left to go in the regular season. We're talking four to five years from now. The NL East is good. They're bad this year for some reason, but you can't expect those four teams to play at the level they're playing at right now. So the Marlins need to go get a bat like J.D. Martinez. But you'll see Andrew Benintendi, who's just in a mind game right now. He's not happy playing there. He's going to get moved. You'll see Barnes, the back-end piece that they have. He'll get traded. You're going to see guys, other than Devers, they'll hold on to Devers because he's controllable. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to get bounced. They might even trade Christian Vasquez, who's got a lot of value, because our teams looking at Rio Realmuto as the best catcher in the game, but they don't have the deep pockets to go get a guy like that. So let's just, you know – plan B's right now. Maybe we go get Christian Vasquez. So the most active team to me will be the seller, The one of the clear sellers that will be available and that's the Boston Red Sox. It's the or famine, right? That's why I've said for a long time I'm a proud fan of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, I shouldn't say that while well, I'm on TV, but during commercial breaks I can do that. I'm, I'm totally okay doing that. And what a an enriched life we've had following an organization that cares so much about putting a competitive product on the field year in and year out. And when I mean year in and year out, I mean in the off season they care about it. They spend smart money. Uh, they still care about scouting, drafting, developing players. They they toe the line between both spending money and young talent, and it's just it's hard to explain the culture of Cardinal baseball to anyone else. All these proud Cub fans, don't worry about it. Even Anthony Rizzo came out and said this window's closing. We got to go for it all this year. Chances are we're, we're all not going to be together next year. The Cubs have done the same thing. The Astros did it three straight years over 100 losses. But yeah, the Boston Red Sox will win the World Series one year and then be in last place the next. I'm sorry. that's a diehard fan, and and I love Red Sox fans, and I love Cub fans. Seriously, I do. But we are so spoiled in St. Louis being a fan of an organization like this. You can't even compare it to the the, the New England Patriots of football. Yeah, they've been on a great run, but I remember the Steve Grogan years of the NFL with the Patriots. (laughs) It was bad for a long time. Never have we seen that in our lifetime here in St. Louis. Yeah, you know what? The 1990 season was exciting too. When we had Gilkey and Langford and Jordan, like you could see it was a rebuild. But the young talent was coming up, and Todd Zeal. We were all excited about Todd Zeal. Yeah, I, I, I. It's it's different. The Cardinals always have a vision, and, and you're never going to see them just tank for three years to stockpile in first round picks. <laughs> well, they're not alone. They're not alone. You know, I had a conversation, no joke. I uh, was in San Diego playing golf, shocker, right? And I see someone on the driving range look looked familiar to me, and it was big game James Shields. And I walk up to it, I'm like, James, dude, are you just so proud every single day you see Fernando Tatis Jr.? <laughs> and he's like, yes. I can't tell you how great it is that I was traded straight up for a kid that's going to end up being the best player in baseball for generations. I'm telling you, that is what he thinks about it, and he should. What a terrible trade. Could you imagine if the Chicago White Sox had that kid right now? they're, They're already stacked for position players, and he would be their best one. It would be sick. not name the poor guy that that told John Moses, like, no, it's not a good move. The kid's a bean pole. Look at him. Look at him. i got to tell you, the, the groundswell at MLB Network, Randy, we're all incredibly impressed by the way the Cardinals have come out and competed out of this. I mean, from a timing perspective, they look good. Paul Goldschmidt didn't miss a beat. He's as good as ever. Uh, It was a great sign to see Matt Carpenter hit a grand slam the other day. I'm telling you, I thought it was going to be a mess. But they're playing competitive baseball. It was a great test to play against the Chicago Cubs. And when you watch those games, how badly did the Cubs want to win those games? Were they not on the top step in the dugout, almost hanging on every pitch? So you're playing against a super talented team that's in to win it all right now. Yeah, they're your rivalry. They're going to bring out the best in you. But the Cardinals coming off so many days down of not being baseball ready to play at the level they did. I I mean, other than Flaherty, everybody was locked in and ready to go. I'm really impressed. Uh, Edwin playing shortstop, doing a decent job of that. Uh, This is fun, man. I think the Cardinals still are in the mix. If winning percentage reigns supreme – And they don't go crazy trying to make up all these games. Don't go crazy. Uh, It's going to keep the competitive balance fair. The Cardinals have a legit shot. Do I see them making a move at the deadline? I don't. Maybe for a bullpen piece, but I don't see them doing anything dramatic. This is going to be a team with the expanded postseason. The Cardinals are going to be playing in in the playoffs again. Thanks to the expanded postseason, I think they're going to have enough to do it and have meaningful baseball in September. Fun. It got me going. I'm like I feel like it's uh twelve thirty in the morning. I'm on my show. Well done, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys. Have a good one.